People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. Ah, you're back, dude. I'm back. You're back. Feels like I never left, but I'm back. Yeah, it's good to have you, dude. I did that podcast solo the other day, and uh, uh, yeah, it was good to have you. I, I'm, I'm excited to have you sitting here right next to right next to me, and, and we're going to be able to to knock it out today. That's great, because I was afraid you were going to say, it actually went a lot smoother without you, James. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I didn't have any, any eruptions, I will tell you that. So there was some silence. In I'll there. bet. But uh, no, it was fun. It was, uh, you know, it's interesting, you know, you start doing things, uh, you know, we've done so many of these podcasts that you get pretty comfortable and you know exactly, you know, when to kind of talk and when not to talk and the the whole step-by-step process. And then when, so when the other person's not around, you're just like, okay, now what? So um, yeah, it's, it's good, dude. I'm, I'm excited to have you here. It was just like minutes of dead air waiting for me to respond. Right, right. Ah, oh, he's not here. Yep. Um, all right, dude. Hey, so we've had, uh, dude, what a week. Yes. Uh, it, it has just been, you know, I've said this before, but I love, love, love this time of the year. Uh, we just finished up our year end wrap up for one of our companies. And uh, what an awesome event that was, dude. I couldn't, I could not agree more. That was, that was such a fun deal. And um, not to steal your thunder, but th- there was a video that was played. That was amazing. Yeah. And you and I talked about this last night on our long drive and it was just, there was so much emotion. Like one minute I was, I was belly laughing. The next minute I've got tears welling up on my eyes yeah. and, then, and then I'm back to laughing again. It was yeah. so well done by True North Media. I'm going to give them a plug. Yeah. They, they did such a good job on that. Yeah, they did. Awesome. I mean, they really did. You know, this was a different uh, video for us this year because we did have a lot of challenges. I mean, if you've been listening to these podcasts, you know that we've talked every week about things that are going on and the things that we've been faced with this year as a, as a company. And uh, we, we put a video together. They put a video together of the entire year and the good and the bad and the ugly and the fun and the excitement and all of the things that we went through. And you're right, man. I mean, it was a tearjerker, but it was also, it all, I tell you what, it really exposed, I think, everybody to, man, we are a part of something pretty amazing here. Yes. Yes. And we, you know, we had, uh, we had a guest speaker in who, who speaks from authority yeah. when it comes to knowing different cultures. And he just drove it home. And it was, it was neat because, you know, you and I talk about this a lot as leaders. Hey, you know what? We can tell people something over and over and over and over again until they yeah. just realize it. And it, there were people who were, who were telling him, Hey man, I never realized that there was all this going on. And we're yeah. like, wait, we've been telling you this whole time. Yeah. But that was great to have him drive home that point and, uh, to hear that. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. So a couple of weeks ago, we, um, uh, went through our leadership retreat and we, we had talked about, we had discovered our just cause. We put it into words. Uh, but you know, during, a, uh, your retreat, you should be focused on obviously what you did that year, what you're going to do for the rest of this year, but what's the future look like? What does your company look like? What do you want to accomplish? And you write down the goals and you get the strategies in place. And, you know, one of the things that we did is we made a decision to actually bless and release one of our agents. Yeah. And, you know, we don't do that 
very often. I mean, it, I, I, I can't tell you the last time that happened. And I know we want to dive in that today. I know that's the question that you and I um, have actually talked about. And we felt it was a really good topic because I think a lot of people don't understand why you would ever do that, why it's important to be having those conversations, but then how do you do it? And what are the, like, what are the possible ramifications from it? Yeah. And you're, you're right because, you know, we're not perfect as an organization, as leaders, we're not perfect. We, we have we are imperfect. We, we have imperfect people in our organization. Yeah. And sometimes those imperfections become too great to overcome. Right. And that's what we're dealing with. And now I, I want to set it straight right now that's saying this wasn't just an arbitrary thing that we just said, right. oh, we're going to get rid of somebody. Somebody's yes. got to go. No, yeah. it was we had identified that there was a problem. Yep. And we tossed around a bunch of different scenarios on how to remedy it. And at the end of the day, we came to a collective agreement that this person had to be blessed and released or, or just let go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I kind of want to dive into that a little bit more today about like, well, how do you make the decision? How, what does that look like? And, and uh, when do you know this is the time to do it? And one of the things I, I think is the, 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 when I was thinking about this, uh, the phrase that came to me is we're leaders, not saviors. Yeah. And you've heard me say that mm -hmm. many times, right? And I say that to people all, I, I say it to our managing directors. I say it to our office managers. You know, we always got to remember, remind ourselves that we are leaders, not saviors. And I say it, you know, onefold to, to help them through that, that moment in their, in their leading. But also I, I, I say it for me too, because I have to remind myself because I have the tendency, I have the, um, I, I always, I want to save everybody. Yeah. So I have, I actually have that written down and I see it almost every single day. Mm -hmm. um, we're leaders, not saviors. And sometimes we get a little bit of an ego trip and we start thinking we're saviors, yes. right? Yeah. And we need to reground ourselves and just go, no, listen, I cannot save this person. All I can do is lead them in the right direction and hopefully they save themselves. Right. Exactly. Right? And at the end of the day, this, this particular individual that we're talking about, they, they weren't taking those steps to save themselves. Right. Well, and I, and I, you know, going into that, I think that, uh, you know, as a leader, you can get pretty devastating, you know, when, especially if in an organization, when you have a setback, when you, when you lose a team member, when, when you lose a staff member, when somebody chooses to go someplace else, especially as much as you're pouring into them or you should be pouring into them, that can be pretty devastating. And I know in the past, you know, there were a couple moments when somebody chose to leave our company and it knocked me back. Yeah. Like it really was painful and it was hurtful because I had cared for them so much. And, uh, this phrase that I had learned a couple of years ago has helped so much. It has helped me tremendously understand that it's not about me trying to save them. It's me trying to be the leader that I'm called to be. And just like you said, they have to save themselves. We have, we give them the opportunity. We give them all of the resources, but in, unless they do it themselves, we can't do it for them. Yeah. And again, you know, getting back to the kind of the, the nuts and bolts of this deal, we had had several conversations like heart to hearts. Uh, some, some people call them come to Jesus meetings, mm -hmm. but we, it was just a fierce conversation where we said, Hey, here's what we've identified. Here's where you're lacking. And you know, the, the other part of that is somebody can be lacking in a lot of things, but if they're not furthering our culture or if they're not embracing the yes. culture, then we just cannot stand for that. That's exactly right. And that really came down to that. And I'll, we'll dive down to that a little yeah. bit. Um, 
So I want to, there's a couple bullet points that I want to talk about specifically. So one was, is, um, don't buy into the rumors, you know? So as a leader, I think it's very important that when you're, when you're making this decision, when you, when you're faced with this decision, you got to be very careful not to take whatever opinion you're hearing as a hundred percent of value, right? It's their opinion because it's coming from their point of view. And there's always two sides to a story. So I think it can get caught up. I know for myself, so in, when I, in my earlier years of leadership, um, I always would, I'd hear from somebody and then I would say, you know, that's the truth. Yeah. And then I wouldn't either listen to the other side or I wouldn't even ask about what happened on the other side and then come to find out after I made the judgment and I, after I made the decision, well, then now I find out the truth of it and it wasn't nearly as much as what I was hearing. Yeah. You know, you, you take those, that hearsay, you take that as gospel and you can make so many bad decisions on that. And yeah. again, I'm going to go back to that's why we that's why we don't don't tolerate the gossip, right? Because right. Go, a lot of times gossip gets taken as gospel, and we we can't have that because it's. And we did a great job, and I hope I'm not getting ahead of here, but we did a great job of filtering through the both sides of or both truths. I'm going to say because there yeah. were there were some truths on both sides of that. And I feel like we did as leadership, as a leadership group, we did a really good job of filtering out what was really happening. Yes. Yeah. And I, that, that's the next step is really to see the whole picture, right? You got to take all of the facts in. You got to take all of what everybody is, is saying about the situation and what's going on. And you got to, I mean, you really have to sit, you got to take a step back from it all. Because you can get into it emotionally, especially if people start saying things that are offensive to you. You know, you can get very tied into that and you're not making a rational decision. So you have to take a step back and see, all right, what is the truth in this? And then what's the whole picture? Like if we choose to go this direction, what's the potential of what's going to happen? If we go in this direction, what's the potential of what's going to happen? If you're not having foresight in either one of those directions, you're not prepared to make a decision yet. Yeah. As we sat in that room and and discussed some of the possible ramifications of, of letting this person go, we were all talking about it because- you know, I was coming at it from one angle. You were coming at it from another angle. The other managing director was coming at it from yet another angle. And we were just all kind of tossing it around. And the, I'm going to say the neat thing, but the, the interesting thing, not the neat thing, the interesting thing about it was we all had different relationships with this person. Right. And so we all did have a different perspective on it. And once we put those all together, we had a pretty good idea of how it was going to go. Yes. Yeah. The other thing I would say is that you got to seek counsel. And that's kind of what we were talking about is that in the past, here's what would happen is um, I would hear these complaints or I would hear these rumors or I would hear their truth and their side of the story. And then I would go and make the decision already. I'd go out and actually have the conversation and be you know, accusatory to that person. And then the ramifications would happen from there, right? Mm -hmm. I've learned over the years, it's so important to have other people involved in those decisions. You don't have to carry that burden yourself. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to be comfortable with the decision you're about to make and you have to be strong with that. But seeking counsel from other people, there's so much grace that's been, that is given in that. And I think that there's a lot of wisdom that you should be, you should be getting from other people before you make a big decision. Yeah, certainly. Um, and again, as, as a collective group, when we were, when we were having these, these discussions in this, I know I, for one, I had it all wrong. I, I had this idea of how it was going to go as far as the, uh, um, 
the fallout. Yeah, the right? aftermath. I, I had the I, I had an idea yeah. and I and I professed it. I shouted it from the rooftops. I'm like, hey, here's what's going to happen. We're going to get a lot of negative talk back from this. We're going to get you know this person is just going to smear us. I was I'm glad to say I was wrong. Yes, right. It, yeah. it did not go the way I thought it was going to go. Yeah. All right. The next one is uh, make it swift. You know, there's nothing worse than uh, everybody makes a decision and then you're just waiting and then you're just waiting and then you're just waiting and then rumors start happening, right? If you're going to, like for us, we, we had the, we had our leadership retreat. It was a, it was a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We made the decision on Thursday evening and then we made the phone call on Friday and we had the meeting on Monday. Yes. It was swift. It was precise. And we, we, we went, we went after it because mm -hmm. it's like, there's no time to wait and we didn't feel like it was, uh, we owed that person and we owed the company the due diligence to get it done fast. Yeah. And it, like ripping off a band aid. I'm not yeah. kidding you because if you, yes. if you try to do it slow, you're only going to prolong the pain. Yes. And so because of that, there was, and I, and I think that's one of the things that we really did well was we made it happen right now. There was no, and it, and at the end of the day, that's what needed to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. So we made it fast. And then the other thing that we did, and, and once again, this is a learning process. Like I, I didn't know this stuff when I first started. And so I have learned through some pretty painful moments, what not to do. And then of course I've taken counsel from people of like how to do it better. One of the things that's really important to do is to communicate. You got to communicate with all parties, all the parties that are going to be affected by this because that's when rumors will happen, right? Other versions of the story are going to get out there. And if you don't if you don't get out in front of it, that's when bad things really start to happen. You bet. And talk, talk about being toxic in your culture. You get some misinformation out there about why you've let somebody go, let them tell their story, so to speak. Right. And it can, it can really manifest into something really toxic. Yeah. And the last one here is to move on. Yeah. You know, you communicated, you made it swift. You, you were seeking counsel. Uh, you, uh, you didn't believe in, you didn't buy into the rumors. You, took a, an outside perspective, but then you just got to move on, right? When the decision has been made, the conversation has happened. You've got to move on from that. And you've got to make sure that everybody else is moving on from there. Because if you don't, if you continue to keep that door open, or if you continue to keep having those conversations, nothing good comes from conversations, by the way, with that, with something like that, because you really start to turn into the, he said, she said, and the gossip starts to ensue and sue from there. Yeah. I mean, you, you've just got to put it behind you. You've got it. You've got to close the chapter. And then you move forward because if you keep revisiting it, again, I'm going to go back to that Band-Aid analogy. You're just, you're just putting the Band-Aid back on, tearing it off, putting it back on. So get it done, get it over, and then move forward as an organization. And, I mean, here's the thing. You can still care for those people. You can still love those people. Yeah. But that's, that's a former chapter, and you don't go back and read it again. Yeah, one of the things, I mean, honestly, when we were doing this, Listen, there was no ill feelings on our end. I mean, no. uh, you know, we, we did, we, we truly, when I say blessed and released, we really said, we want, we, we hope you have great success in this industry. We hope that when, when you have that opportunity to add another office, that you'll be successful there. And we're gonna do everything we can to make this transition as smooth as we possibly can. We still love you, dude. I mean, you're a good, you're a good person, right? You just can't do it here. Correct. You know, it's not, you're, you're, you're not you're not buying into the culture that we've created. And like you said, um, is you're not, if you're not furthering it, then you're stealing from it. And we just, we can't have that. Correct. Right. So we, I mean, we had a, one of the things that I think is really important too, that I've learned is that we had to be honest, but not hurtful. 
Yeah. I think you can get really caught up into those conversations when you are, there is a separation and you do have to release somebody. You can start getting into this blame game and you're not taking responsibility and you put it all on their shoulders and it starts to become hurtful. And then there's resentment and then you have bitterness and then it doesn't turn out nearly as good and productive as it possibly can. So it's really important to be honest, but not hurtful. Yeah. And, and one of the main ways that you can do not become hurtful is by not making it personal. Right. Right. Because when we get into these situations as human beings, it's real easy to go to the, to go to the personal level, but as leaders and CEOs and managers, we cannot allow it to become personal. It has exactly. to stay on that business level. Yeah. And I think we did a good job of that and we just kept it professional. And yeah. because of that, there's a lot less chance of hard feelings right. because it wasn't a personal attack. Yeah. So what have you seen personally? So we've had the, we had the event, you know, this happened earlier this week uh, with the releasing. Um, what have you seen since then? That you, once again, you had an idea what you thought was going to happen. Yeah. Of course that didn't happen, but like, what, what have you seen in the organization itself uh, from, from the, I don't want to say the fallout, but just from that moment. Yeah. Um, in a word positive, it's, it's been, you know, we, and that, that, also allows me to stand behind our decision. The yeah. fact that we've seen nothing but positive since that, it's it was it made made us aware that our decision was the right one. Now, if we were hearing something else, then now of course we have to revisit it. But the over overall consensus is, hey, things are moving along smoothly. Now we're gonna we're gonna miss that person in our office. We're gonna miss the jokes. We're gonna miss the laughs. Whatever. But at the end of the day. I feel like the culture has benefited from it, and I felt that it was palpable last night. Like, ah, we're we're good. We're still good. Yeah. Um, I think it it created a closeness with the leadership yeah. that we didn't maybe have before. Yes. And at the end of the day, we had so many people in that inner circle involved in that decision. I, I think they're all standing behind their decision as well. Yeah. You know, I think one of the things that's really important uh, that I've seen come from decisions like this that are being made is we always talk about like what we stand for. Yeah. You know, if you have a mission statement, uh, you know, you talk about why you have a mission statement and why you believe in that mission statement. Uh, when you when you talk about the values that you hold dear and your moral compass, like this is where your character will be revealed yeah. and what you will actually allow in your company. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we had a situation many years ago where we had, um, a, a bad apple. We had somebody that was really stealing from our culture and I didn't know how to handle it. And I just allowed it to continue to happen. And I continued to have this mindset that I'm going to save them. And eventually that person, um, after having a very destructive path in our company eventually left and, I was very disappointed in myself because I felt like I failed them. But I will tell you that the overwhelming resounding theme from it mm -hmm. was everybody was so relieved and it really opened my eyes. Like, well, that is the truth. You know, I'd, I'd been hearing like, Hey, listen, if you get rid of that person, that's really bringing your culture down. Like it actually, people will appreciate it and people will respect the fact that you stood by your morals and what you actually believe in as a, as an individual and as a company. And it wasn't until that happened that I actually said, wow, that really is true. Like it, it like people actually do appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I, I here's the part where I think you were 100% fortunate is what if that person would have had occasion to drive three or four good people away before right. they left? Right. Right. So it goes back to sooner rather than later. Yeah. 
So I, I think you were lucky. I think you dodged a bullet there with the yeah. with the uh, not dragging anybody out with them. But yeah, that's one hundred percent correct. It's it's not like you failed, right? It's not a failure because you had to bless and release somebody, right? Yeah, and and I, and I do want to iterate that you you are not a failure. Um, and, but you can feel like that if yeah, you don't have. see the bigger vision, if you don't truly understand, like this is actually going to be a healthier step for your company. You do feel like a failure mm-hmm. and you, you can't, you can't do that. Right. Because you have to remember that you are called to be a leader and you're not a savior. Correct. So there you go. We done. I don't know. I was just, I was just trying to see what you would do if I didn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> we had that awkward silence. I right know there. that was really weird. Uh, no, Hey, listen, uh, you know, you guys appreciate you guys listening to this. This is like, once again, we are coming at you with like some, just some hard truths, some things that we're going through. We went through this. This is the process. I hope it helps. I hope that it brings some reality to the stuff that you read in text, the, the, the message that you messages that you're here. Like this is what we're actually applying in our businesses, in our lives. And if you are not tackling it, if you're not taking into action, these types of things, you're going to be failing as a leader. You're going to miss the boat and you're definitely not going to reach the true potential that you have inside of you to take your company from good to great. Yeah. You know, there, there is no instructional manual for being a leader, but this is as close as it's going to get for you. Right. All right, guys. Hey, we appreciate you as always. Hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. And we definitely look forward to seeing you on the very next episode. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.